welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. We're joined today by Andrea Quinn from the SunCal Real Estate Group in Roseville, California. Andrea represents both sellers and buyers and has had huge success with traditional sales, foreclosures, as well as short sales. She prides herself on excellent communication and educating her clients every step of the way. With cutting-edge marketing and a very strong professional network, Andrea's listings get excellent exposure, and she's able to aggressively and effectively negotiate for both her sellers and buyers. She joins us today to discuss selling homes in today's real estate market and to talk about the role that real estate coaching has played in helping her achieve her goals for real estate success. Now, let's welcome Andrea to the call as we join our host, Tim Harris. So, thank you, Mr. Ventura. So, Andrea, welcome to today's show. Thank you for being my co-host. And everyone, this is, uh, Andrea Quinn is what we call one of our rising stars. Um, she has been, I asked her coach for some notes on her prior to today's call, and I'm looking at the notes now. She's been with our coaching program for less than uh, six months, I think five months maybe, and, but she's been licensed for four years. Uh, right. A lot of you guys have been asking for, you know, everyone basically can bring on their uh, coaching clients that have been with them for years and years. We certainly have folks like that. We featured them in, during interviews before. But I thought, and I'm sure you guys will agree, that listening to somebody who is essentially just, in, in essence, starting out with us, hearing their success, hearing what they're doing will give you more practical information. It's, it's great to hear from the top producers talk about their teams, and it's great to hear from the top producers talking about you know, the life at the top. But the reality of it is, is you learn a heck of a lot more from someone like today's guest, Andrea Quinn. So, Andrea, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so you have been, I'm, again, I'm looking at the notes from your coach, you have been in real estate for about four years, but you went essentially guns a-blazing about five, six months ago. Is that about right? Yes, that is correct. So I got licensed um, almost five years ago, and I joined the SunCal Real Estate Group. Um, and then, you know, we've got three young kids, and so we came to a point at which they just needed me. So I actually went inactive for a solid two years. And um, when our baby started kindergarten, as was our plan from when I went inactive, um, that was when I was going to kick it off. And so that's how it happened. He started kindergarten this past August, and um, that's when I called you guys. <laughs> so, yeah. Very, I appreciate that. So your, here's notes from your coach. She said, she's been building confidence steadily, took her first listing, and did a great job on the appointment. She's very coachable. Um, and this is the other thing I thought was really worth, interesting. Um, you're doing a great job with lead tracking and lead follow-up. So let's talk about leads because that's always on the top of yeah. everyone's mind. What do you do to yeah. generate leads? How do you track it? How are you keeping out all of it, um, you know, essentially so you can manage it? Share with the listeners. Yeah. Well, I live on my whiteboard. Um, I'm sure there's more fancy systems to track your leads, but I, my entire office wall is filled with whiteboards <laughs> and little sticky notes, and it's so organized. I mean, a stranger who knows nothing about real estate could walk in my office and probably run a transaction for me. Not really, but, you know, know where my leads are. Um, and so, you know, as far as where my leads come from, 
as far as where my leads come from, one thing that I've learned from Julie is I cannot have one source. And um, that's been huge. So, you know, when I look at my current deals that I'm in right now and I try and figure out, okay, well, what's working? What's not? They're all over the place. <laughs> I have, you know, it goes back to the spokes, right? Um, they're all over the place, but I just have to track them. And on um, daily contact, um, so when they're on my board, I mean, I walk in my office and I know who I need to call. So does that, well, does that make let, sense? Let me, let me, yeah, it does. So let me drill down on two things that you said. Um, because sure. a lot of the, a lot of folks, I mean, so far this, we're having, we're tracking for a hundred thousand listeners a month and not all of them are going to be familiar with the vernacular that we use. You said spokes yeah. and you said whiteboard. So yeah. let me just drill down on this for our listeners and then help me, under, help me sure. explain to them. I'm only be explaining of the spoke analogy to you in a second. She's guys, she's talking about basically what you learn in the real estate treasure map and the real estate treasure map is the business plan. And one of the things that we have you guys do, and yes, as Andrea just said, <laughs> You know, there's fancier CRMs, there's fancier ways of tracking your business, and all those things are good, and we're not saying don't do them. But at the end of the day, the visual reinforcement for what you are or aren't doing is so much more powerful than what might be living on some online, you know, software. Well, you know what? Let's talk about the spokes thing, but let, tell, tell me about the whiteboards. Why are the whiteboards, the whiteboards. why are having all that? Yeah, talk about why, what are your whiteboards, and why is that important for you? Sure. Um, I have a couple of things. So like I said, I literally have an entire wall and I've got a pretty good size office and my wall is my wall. <laughs> Nobody touches but me. It's my whiteboards. Um, on there I have my goals. Um, and you know, I sometimes change things around, but you know, my, my daily motivation, I look up, I know what my goals are, I know what I need to do. Um, and then I have two main whiteboards. One of them is for leads and I track, um, you know, what's a... Uh, somewhat lead, like if I have a friend who just asked me a question on real estate, well, there's my sign. They're a lead in some way, shape, or form. So they go on my whiteboard. Um, it's kind of embarrassing sometimes when my friends come over to my house and they see their name on my board. <laughs> but um, so they get on my board. They're at least a warm lead. And then the other half of that board is my really hot leads. They're ones who, you know, we're going to get them in transactions soon. So there's one board that I have, and it's pretty big. I'm a very visual person. Um, then I have another board that's my active transactions, and um, and it's for both listings and buyers. And I actually got this idea from another um, top agent in the area, um, and it literally just tracks where my clients are. So I have a sticky note, and I've got different columns. You know, are we searching? So if it's a listing, if it's for sale, well, we're searching for buyers right? If it's a buyer, we're searching for home. So the sticky note with my client's name and a few little details will be in that column. And then once we get them into contract, they move over to the contract column. And then from there, they go over to the inspections. And then after that, they go to the disclosures. And then from that, you know, so we, I can track, so I can literally walk in my office and I know where all of my clients are just from looking at my wall. It's pretty cool, actually. I like it. So another idea, guys, is on whiteboards, have your all your listings. And the little mental trick you can play for yourself is once you know your magic number, in other words, the number of listings you have, it have, have to have at all times to accomplish your financial goals, um, you label the board with in a permanent, you know, non-erasable ink. You label the board, a whiteboard saying listings, and you say, for example, your magic number is 20. So you label it 1 through 20. And that way you're constantly reminded how many listings you have to get versus how many listings you have. Um, otherwise, it's too easy for us to lose track of what matters most. And the last board is a, a closings board, right? And on the closings board, don't hide from the commission. A lot of uh, agents are trained to only focus on units. Well, units are great and everything, but the reality of it is, is you're in this business to make a profit, 
right? And so you want to focus on how much money you're actually making. So you want to have, you know, we always suggest you guys do buyers with blue ink and red with for sellers. And then you put the price up, you put, um, you know, the, uh, all the pertinent information, maybe the seller's last name or the buyer's last name. But then most importantly, I want you to put the sale price and I want you to put the dollar amount that you earned on that. Uh, again, it's all visual reinforcement. Yes, guys, there's more sophisticated ways to do this. And I realize those of you with more of an analytical <laughs> bent are going to be rolling your eyes at the idea of using whiteboards. But for Andrea uh, and for a lot of others of you, by the way, this visual reinforcement, like she said, is critical. Now, again, some of you won't want this, and this is not something we'd prescribe to you as your coaches, but for her, it works fantastic. Spokes, Andrea, let them know what the heck we're talking about. Yes. Um, so um, let's see. How do you guys explain this? So I learned it from you guys, basically like a big <laughs> wagon or like a, a tire, bicycle tire, and it cannot run on one, it cannot roll on one spoke. <laughs> It'll go flat. Um, so every spoke is a different marketing avenue or a lead generation avenue. Um, and I'm really trying to make my spokes strong before moving on to the next one. Um, so I don't have as many spokes as I, I, you know, as I need to have yet, but I have enough to get my business going pretty strong. And, um, I'm drilling down those marketing avenues, hardcore, and then I'll be adding on some more as, as we go along. Um, but really, you know, the ones that I, I'm learning to master really quick and I'm just getting better and better every day at is um, my personal database, my sphere of influence and uh, referrals from past clients and open houses of all things. <laughs> well, open houses in a lot of parts of the country work incredibly well and in other parts they don't work at yeah. all. But I mean, you know, you can't summarily listeners. A lot of you are going to say open houses. Yeah. Well, open houses in her market rock. So let's let's talk about those things. What are you doing specifically for your center of influence and your past clients? What do you, you know, the, again, let's help as many people as we can, Andrea, in yes. our time together today, and give them practical information that they can put into action immediately. Yes. So, um, you know, I know we're taught to be sending out our letters to our database and all that, and I do, I do do that. Um, but what has really been the most effective for me, because I did that in the past right? When I wasn't doing so well in real estate, I was already reaching out to my sphere of influence and I wasn't getting the results I wanted. Um, but I was more of a secret agent. So for me, the difference that I've made recently since working with Julie is um, quit being a secret agent <laughs> is what she teaches me. Um, you know, when I, so it's not just about mailing things out, but my daily conversations, I mean, I have three kids. We have sports, we have Cub Scouts, we have gymnastics, we have school, we have church. I have so many social, you know, avenues, places that I can meet people, and I wasn't. I was just like, oh, who, you know, who have I known my whole life? <laughs> and mailing them a little letter. And that's just not enough. Um, you know, recently, my daughter, she's in competitive gymnastics, and they practiced for three and a half hours. So I had all my marketing plans for the day, and I couldn't make the time. My kids' schedule took over my schedule for the day, right? And, um, and I was grumpy. I'm like, oh, well, that's Three and a half hours, I have to go sit in a gym, and, you know, I'm excited for her, but what about my marketing today? I'm not getting it done. And I sat next to the stranger at her gymnastics gym, and just small talk conversation, and she ends up, you know, going, I feel like, you know, I feel like we could be really good friends. And it turned out that, guess what? She needed to buy a home, too, like ASAP. <laughs> and so, you know, that's just a perfect example of going beyond the mailing out to your database, but just who who do you run into daily? You know, who can you talk to about real estate? 
And so in that moment, I realized that I hit the jackpot when I had kids. <laughs> like, I can go out and meet people everywhere. And I'm doing it. I'm just, you know, I, I'm doing it. I'm making sure everybody knows I'm a real estate agent without, you know, I don't rub it in their face by any means. Um, but you give me five minutes of a conversation and I'll sneak it in there somehow for you. <laughs> well, so you you said something really interesting. So secret agents, right, guys? Just like it sounds. Yep. You're an agent, but you don't want anyone to know. How did you go from the yeah. mindset of being a secret agent to how you are now where you're wanting the world to know that you're you know, wanting to be of service to them and you're wanting to help folks buy or sell a home? What was that mental mindset transition? Because, Andrea, you know, that is the, you know that's a huge issue for it's literally huge. hundreds of thousands of agents. How did, you, how did you overcome that? It is huge, and I know exactly how I overcame it. Um, I used to be afraid that people would see me as a salesperson. I felt like a salesperson and I, you know, I was one of those, well, I don't want to be treated, you know, like that. I don't want salespeople coming at me and so I'm not going to do it to them. I'm, I was afraid I would scare off my friends basically. Um, and then the mind shift that I had was the confidence level that, you know what, I'm a really, really good agent and I care deeply about every one of my clients. And I'm so passionate and I'm really, I mean, not to sound conceited, but I'm talented at real, like I'm good at real estate. And so I switched my mindset to more of a, I'm doing them a disservice by letting them go to another agent. They're not going to find an agent who cares about them better than me. So I might as well tell them. <laughs> and then I don't feel so much like a salesperson. Um, I'm really being their friend by telling them, hey, you need to hire me as your real estate agent. Does that make sense? Well. Yeah, absolutely. It's the mindset of service, Andrea. It's what we, you know, what yeah. we preach basically. When you guys are coming from a mindset of, you know, what can I do for you? You know, it's funny too. Another one of the reasons, and you said this, and you said it quite well, uh, that agents uh, keep themselves as secret agents is because their fear of rejection. It's all these ego yeah. reasons, right? What are they going to think of me? What are they going to say to me? What are they going to? But the way Andrea vanquished those thoughts from her mind, guys, listen to what she said. Is she stopped focusing on what are they going to think of me? What are they, they're going to think I'm a you know used car salesman? What are they? I'm friends with them, and here I am trying to you know get business from them. How's that? You know all these different thoughts and conversations we have with ourselves, which are all ego based. And she said, you know, screw that. I'm going to focus on the fact that I know that I care about these people. They know I care about yeah. them. I know I'm a great practitioner. I can deliver fantastic service for these guys. And I'm actually hurting them by not offering to be of service to them. That's huge. Correct. It is. It is. And it has changed everything. So now I don't even feel uncomfortable bringing up the topic of real estate to them. I'm like, I can't wait. <laughs> I cannot wait to talk to people about my job. So it, it's been huge. It's been huge. So how do you, how do, you do it? So many, Let's take baby um, steps here. Because, again, this is, yeah. you know, if, if nothing else from today's radio show, this topic is incredible. So how do you do it? Yeah. How did you go from basically um, being a secret agent to actually starting to, you know, ask for business? Well, oh, gosh, that's a tough one. Um, I, I don't even know. Let's see. Well, you know, when people will just ask me, I mean, it's general, hey, how's life? How's work? They, I mean, they know I'm licensed, right? And I used to just kind of shoot down like, oh, it's good. Thank you. And that was it. And now I'm trying to think of more specific examples to give you. But that's what I do. I'll give them specific answers like, hey, it's going really well. I have this awesome listing in Lincoln right now. And, and I just try and give them examples, you know. Um, I don't know. I mean, it kind of comes natural at this point. Once I had that mental shift, I really don't have to think too hard about it. <laughs> so I'm sorry if I'm not giving you the answer you want. But no, no, that's of... bad. But 
But it, that is the answer. That is the answer. It shifting is. To the, when you change yeah, the mentality, shift, I no longer have to have a script for them. It just comes naturally. It, because it, comes, intuit- right. it, it comes intuitively, right? I mean, that's really what you're describing. Yes. And intuition, intuition doesn't have thoughts laced to it. So because you're having right. the mindset of service and because you're coming from a place of, you know, giving and wanting to sincerely be of service to people, you're not having to, you know, you're not having to force yourself into scripts because they can feel your sincerity. Um, you know, yeah. and guys, I know not all of you can really relate to what Andrea and I are talking about. So here's a little suggestion for you. Fake it at first, okay? So fake the <laughs> wanting to be of service. Fake it till you make right? it. Yeah. Well, yeah. And what will happen is you'll, you'll start immediately feeling um, people reacting to you differently. Uh, and the other thing is, it's is so if you true. right now were to say to yourself, like let's say, for example, all the listeners right now, Andrea, and we're closing in on 100,000 per month. So all the listeners, yeah. if we had to right now, everyone's going to have to pick, you know, pick up the phone and call it for sale by owner. Notice how the thought immediately goes to, oh my God, FISBOs eat their young, FISBOs are going to reject me, FISBOs are greedy, FISBOs hate realtors, FISBOs fill in the blank. Yeah. Now, not all of you have that mindset, but most of you do. But now have the thought, I'm going to call that, for, that unrepresented seller, by the way, don't call them FISBOs. I'm going to call that unrepresented seller with a mindset of service. In other words, I'm going to help them solve their problem. You guys notice yeah. how instantly the well, I mean, Andrea, when you say that to yourself, how do you feel inside when that's your focus? I'm excited. I'm excited to approach people. <laughs> I'm just excited. I mean, if they're if they're in that position where they're trying to sell their home without a professional, then they're struggling, right, with something. I mean, they need help. They might not know it, but they need help, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> So, so you, you obviously have killer energy and enthusiasm. You obviously have a lot of passion for what you're doing, or at least you have passion I for do. helping people. Right. I mean, that is very clear. I'm sure it's clear to all the listeners as well. So how do you stay so Thank motivated? You. Um, you know, I don't know. Something inside of me just clicked, and I just don't stop. Um, one way that I stay motivated, I actually just realized this the other day. This was another huge um, growth moment for me. Um, you know, in real estate, I mean, not every day is a great day, right? Like right now, you know, I'm happy and honestly, my deals are going great right now, but not every day is like that, you know? Um, but I've learned that when, when things are going well, what I used to do is, you know, woo-hoo, I'd go off and celebrate <laughs> and then take a little break. Hmm. But when things go well, my blood gets pumping. I get that adrenaline rush and I have to keep it going. Right. So if I get a if I get a really cold call and I'm able to convert it and I get all excited, instead of putting my phone down and going off to well now I'm done for the day, you know, and go celebrate, I need to like while my blood is pumping, while my adrenaline rush is still there, I need to go off and find more business because that's when I'm 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 pumped up. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So how do you motivate yourself when you're not feeling like that? When you're not feeling, you know, because yeah, real estate is mostly. You know, it's kind of funny. How often does someone actually say thank you in real estate? It just doesn't happen that often. You know, most, right. most people are, most people after a real estate transaction, they're exhausted, you know, and yes. some of them are yes. really, yeah. So how do, you, how do you keep yourself motivated when you're not having the momentum going in your favor? There's always something going in your favor. Always. There's always something to look at. Positive. Um, and that's part of my just personality trait too. It's not just in real estate. There's always something positive. And so if that's where I need to focus on to get myself back pumped up, then that's what I'll do, right? Set aside the negative for a minute. We'll deal with it when we can calm down and come back to it. But right now, 
we've got to focus on what's good and keep it going. So, so I mean, honestly, gratitude. I just don't stop. <laughs> and I do so get a lot of thank yous. Yeah, you're, describing grat- you're describing gratitude, right? I mean, that's what you're doing. You put yourself in a state could, of gratitude. Yes, yes, you could say that. Um, but I do get thank yous. You know, the other day, I was feeling a little stretched thin, as most agents do now and then. It just seems like every client needed everything that one particular day. And um, when I felt like I wasn't doing the job that I really wanted to do for everybody, you know, I felt like I just couldn't give them my all. Um, I actually, it was interesting. In that moment, one of my sellers over the phone told me, you know, Andrea, I'm not, I know I'm not your only client, but you sure make me feel like it. <laughs> and so That's when all. I heard that, I ran off and started helping my other clients. <laughs> I'm like, there you go. Find a positive and run with it. I'm going to make everyone tell me that. I'm going to make everyone feel that way, you know. So I don't know. I just, I just don't stop. I can't stop. Um, I work, you know, every single day nonstop um, at the dinner table. My husband has to call me over there, you know, and thank God he's so supportive, but he will literally be like, babe, can you put it down for an hour so we can eat dinner? <laughs> and then after he falls asleep, I'm opening up my laptop in bed. I just, I like it. And it's fun to me. I actually enjoy it. So, so what I think is the it's biggest thing to do something that you're passionate about is what I was going to say. Well, Andrea, what are the biggest mis- mis- misperceptions? I mean, you, you've gone from basically from, I would say, an, uh, you know, you said a secret agent. Not a, you, yes. you were just average, I would say. I mean, don't take that the wrong way. But now you're obviously oh, going, no. you're, working at, you're working on becoming extraordinary um, in terms yes. of your production and your mindset and all that. So I'm curious, what are the biggest misperceptions uh, that people have about folks like you? Um. You know, I love, well, I'm kind of, like you said, you know, still up and coming. And so I actually get a kick out of it when people underestimate me. Um, I love it. That just, that makes my day when I can prove someone wrong. <laughs> um, so I think maybe that would be, a mis, you know, uh, a misconception about me or people like me that, oh, well, they don't have 20 years of experience. You know what? I don't have all the answers. But I, t- I just directly tell my clients, if they ask me something that I don't know, I have no problem telling them, I don't know, let me find out, and I'll call you in an hour, you know? And so, but I don't know, it's not going to bring me down. And so I love when people underestimate me. I love it. Well, it's energy and enthusiasm, right? I mean, that's what people, at the end of the day, if you could have an agent with a bunch of skills, decades of experience, all sorts of designations, they've even written a book about real estate, but they don't have energy and enthusiasm like you do, you, you know, they don't have a chance because you can have right. and, and, and newer agents, as I know a lot of you guys are getting into real estate, a lot of you guys are newer agents that are thinking about, and newer could be, you know, you literally just got your real estate license or newer could be you've been in the real estate business for a long time, but just now you're deciding to take it seriously and take advantage of this new yeah. real estate boom. Where you know, However you classify yourself, remember what and you guys are feeling listening to Andrea, energy and enthusiasm, and, and you're listening to her and you're getting motivated. Well, your clients will feel the same way when you radiate the same level of energy. It doesn't have to be as much as she does, but people are attracted to people that make them feel alive like Andrea certainly does. So, Andrea, I'm curious, looking back now, what would be some things you, like two things you would have done differently? Say, looking back at your career, what would you have done differently? Yeah. Um, you know, if you could talk to the, the Andrea Quinn from a couple of years ago, what would you have done differently? I would say um, the biggest one, and I don't want to keep repeating myself, so I'll, I'll say something else too, but don't be a secret agent. 
don't be a secret agent. It's okay if you don't know everything. Um, you know, uh, my first listing that I took after um, after uh, starting to work with Julie, I remember I emailed her and um, and I said, um, you know, it's kind of a sticky situation and I don't need to go into all the details now, but it was a little like, should I take it or should I not? I don't really know how to handle this. And in like all caps with 10 exclamation marks, she said, take the listing. We will figure out the details later, but take the listing. And so that's something that I would tell my old self is, you know, just be confident. Don't be a secret agent. Um, I felt like I had to be an expert before I could advertise myself, but you're never going to become an expert until you just get down and dirty and do it. You know, you have to do it. You have to dive in. You cannot hold back. So take the listing. Even if you don't know what you're doing, just sign the paperwork and figure out how to do it as you go. And what do you know? We're, you know, we ended up getting a buyer and all going well. So I'm so glad I took her advice. So, um, and that kind of goes hand in hand with the, um, don't be a secret agent, because like I said, I, I felt like I had to master it before I could tell people that I was an expert at real estate, right? Um, so there's one, and that's huge. Um, the other one would be, um, you know, you're not going to see some results right away and to just keep pushing through those walls. And, um, you know, I, I run, I'm training for my third marathon right now, and it's kind of something that I connect to my running, my, my mentality of it. You know, when I'm at mile 13, 14, I hate it, right? I suddenly lose my passion for running. <laughs> like, I do not want to do it anymore. Um, then you cross that 26.2, you know, finish line, and it's like suddenly you're just so in love with running again, right? You're like, oh, that was so, so worth it. Um, but there are moments where you feel like you just can't go any further. And I do that in real estate. There are days where I feel like, oh, my gosh, you know, I've just had five no's, right? I've, I've been marketing myself to expired listings. I haven't gone anything all week long. You want to stop, um, but you can't. There is a reward at the end. So that's what I would go back and tell my old self. And, you know, that goes for open houses. Um, sometimes, you know, I'll do so many open houses and not get anything. And then you get that one golden one. And so just keep pushing. You always have to be pedaling forward. You cannot stop. That's what I would tell that's, myself. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> excellent. You know, I, I really appreciate that. And I love your uh, marathon analogy, too, because you were reminding me of basically, the, you know, building momentum. That's what you're talking about. Yes. And and you hit yes. the nail on the head. You said it perfectly uh, right at the middle, you know, uh, when you're crossing this long bridge and you can't see where you started, you can't see where you're going. That's when most people yeah. quit, and that that's true with yeah. building any kind of, you know, any kind of skill. In your you, the marathon thing, I can I would I don't run marathons, but I can certainly understand what you were saying. And we see, yeah. you know, we you see rollers around you too, Andrea. That if they just took it a little bit further, if they just worked a little bit more focused. But you know, the challenge yeah. is, and this this is interesting. The challenge is is that they're spending their efforts, and I don't like to use words, I don't, you know, on the wrong things. They're doing the wrong things. They're doing things that, um, frankly, may not ever get them results. So what has coaching right. meant to you? Talk about, like, the difference of you before and after with your coach. Yes. Um, you know, with my coach, one is just holding me accountable. I know, I mean, there have been times um, where I'm like, my call's on Thursday. I've got like two days to get it together. <laughs> you know, like, I, I just thought accountability is huge. So if I slack, like, well, I better get it together before Thursday comes, <laughs> right? So I love the accountability. Um, the, she's definitely, Julie has um, 
just been huge in my mind shift that's been going on um, and just focusing me. So when I when I decided to call you guys, um, and maybe I'm getting off a little bit here and you can redirect me if I am, but when I decided to call you guys, you know, like I said, my baby, we've got three kids, and my baby started kindergarten and where we live, that's all day long, and I knew, like, I was just so ready to rock and roll, right, mentally. I'm like, yes, I'm going to go out there. My signs are going to be everywhere, my listing signs, right? I'm going to do this. And I, I had the enthusiasm, but I felt like, you know, like those little cartoons where they're going to run, the little cartoon person, and it's keep moving, 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 but they don't go anywhere. They're just, like, winding up. I felt like that. Right. Like, I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. I want to do it, but I don't know what to do. And so that's when I called you guys. And, um, and Julius has helped me to break it down one item at a time. I mean, sometimes my homework assignments from Julie, over two weeks is one item one item. And that's huge for me because when I was so excited, you know, coming back into the business, I would, I'm one of those, like, I want to research everything. I want to, I'm so, you know, I want to dig deep, but I would have a million ideas on my table. And what what happens when you have a million ideas? You don't ever attack anything, right? So she just drills it down and points me in the right direction and simplifies it for me. That's huge. Simplifies it for me. Um, And what do you know? The results are more than I ever thought possible. So. Well, you're a researcher. You said it a couple times on the show, and I appreciate yeah. that. I, I'm, I'm just sort of, I'm sort of curious. This is a question I have no idea how you're going to answer, so I might be setting myself up, considering, especially considering this is live. But I'm sure okay. you stopped our comp- competition when you were. I mean, it's only it's not even six months ago. And I'm sure you were looking at what other coaching companies were offering. Why did you hire us? You know, what? I actually did not. I did not. Um, I never even thought about it. No, that's okay. Joy of life, right? Being live. (laughs) Um, I never really considered hiring a coach. Um, The reason I hired you guys is I somehow stumbled upon, I just stumbled upon you guys, and I heard your interview, one of your interviews with um, Bill Bird, is it? Bill Bird? Mm Mm-hmm. In the Bay Area? Yes. Yep, Bill. And I related to his story. I just got drawn into it. And not that his story and mine are the same by any means, but um, <clears throat> I loved how he went from zero to top producer in, what was it, like one or two years? And that's when I thought, because I have this mentality, every top producer I knew, or at least that I knew of, had been in the business for 20 years. And so I had this mentality that I was going to have to pay my time, right? That I was going to, like, have to wait until I'm 50 to be a top producer or something, you know? And when I heard that story, that was just a big eye-opener for me that, no, I can turn it on and I can attack and I can be a top producer next year. Um, And so that's why I hired you guys. I don't know if I've ever told that to Julie or not. Well, you know, it's interesting what you just said about the uh, it's you know everyone thinking they have to be in the in the industry forever before they can start making really great money and taking listings. The listings thing is the this is a big you know lie basically where everyone is educated believing it. Oh no, you got to work with buyers. You got to work with first time buyers for you know don't expect right. a paycheck for six months. You got to go through all these fiery burning hoops. It's just so not true. I mean, you know, the reality of it is, is you can be a listing agent. We've had plenty of coaching clients that have hired us specifically to learn how to be listing agents that have virtually no prior real estate experience. You can be a listing agent immediately. 
You know, you can go right. right for the expensive stuff in your market immediately. You don't have to wait for someone to, you know, Andrea, okay, you've now been in the business long enough that you yeah. can now decide right. to be, you know, it doesn't work. That's the cool thing about real estate. There really are no barriers to entry except for the ones that we put in front of ourselves. So, Andrea, what are your goals? What are you looking forward to? What, where are you going to, like, we're having a, let's say you and I are talking a year from now, yeah. and I'm asking you about your 2015. What are you going to look back upon having been most proud of? Um, I am, I'm closing 40 deals this year. No ifs, ands, or mm. buts, or at least 40 deals. I actually did the math to do way more than that. <laughs> but um, I had to bring myself down a little bit. I don't know. You're going to hate that I just said that. Um, but... Yeah, so that's what I'm doing. I'm closing no less than 40 deals. Um, I'm really just focused on listings more than buyers. Um, I gladly represent buyers. I love them. Um, some of my favorite clients right now ever are buyers. Um, but I do want to focus more on listings. Um, and, yeah, I pretty much want to have my name all over the town. <laughs> For you, um, Andrea, 40 listings or 40 transactions is not, I wouldn't criticize you for that. I mean, I'm like, come on now, that's great. And you know what's extra <laughs> incredible is your average sale price in your market is, you know, 40 listings will equate to how much in, in revenue for you? Um, about $350,000 um, in gross commissions. Maybe a little bit less. It depends on which area I, I'm, I do mostly in. Um, but where my office is and where I live, um, I can expect about three hundred fifty thousand dollars in gross commissions based on forty transactions. So I'm yeah, well, excited. that's not that. Yeah, that's, that's not, not so bad, bad right? right? Yeah, that's not so bad, right? <laughs> that that pays so, for a few trips to Disney World, and you can spoil your children, and you know, have a great right. life. I mean, yeah, that's and right. and. Andrea, so is there anything I should have asked you, anything you'd like to say to the tens of thousands of agents listening right now, anything you'd like to pass along that, you know, if, maybe if you put yourself in the mindset of, like, if you were speaking to the you of the past again, you know, the yeah. you that was maybe 12 months ago or 12 months in the past, and you're trying to help yeah. that person, what would you say to her? What should she be doing right now? Yes. Um, you know, I think the first thing that comes to my mind is we all know it's great to have long-term big goals long-term, but you're not going to get there until you focus on today. And every day matters. And every day, back to the whiteboards, I look at my whiteboards and I ask myself, how can I move one of these pieces forward along the timeline? Every day. Every day matters. Um, and so, you know, I think the biggest thing would just be, yes, have your big long-term goals in mind. But it's you got to start somewhere, man. You have to start somewhere. So um, focus on what you can do today and this week, and then start growing from there. But um, like I said back to when Julie helped me, simplify it, simplify it, and you'll be amazed at the results. It's what we call staying in your three foot world. Just focus. It's you know, uh, it's basically the same as being present. But the gist of it is if you stay in your three-foot world, and that's not uh, – that's literally – if you look around the things that are around you right now that are within three feet of your grasp, um, it's a phone typically. It's going to be, you know, whatever's around you. Those are the things that you can have an effect on. So during the course of the day, ideally the morning, when you're focusing on lead generation, lead follow-up, setting appointments, all the types of things that actually get you paid – do your best to stay in your three-foot world. Now, if you can carry that to the rest of your life, when you're with your kids, be with your kids. When you're with your family, be with your family. When you're with a seller, be with the seller. Stay in your three-foot world, and it does simplify things. It does keep things more pure. Uh, it's the overwhelm of too much information, of thinking that we have to get it all done yesterday, that burns us out. So at the end of the day, guys, this business is a blessing, 
And Andrea Quinn, you're a blessing because whether you know it or not, you literally Thank are inspiring. You. Just like Bill, just like Bill motivated you, and you yes. know you felt that little epiphany when you were listening to him tell his story. Um, and Bill, by the way, is doing incredibly well this year. You guys should connect. But you know you are that for uh, for potentially thousands of other agents. So if agents wanted to get a hold of you, and I caution you, it's uh, optional if you want to give your contact information. And remember how many people are going to listen to this. You could get a flood of emails and calls. So if you don't want to give it, that's, that's fine. Problem to have. Okay. Well, then how can they get hold of you? Yes. Um, so again, my name is Andrea Quinn. It's Q U Y N. I'm with SunCal Real Estate Group in Roseville, California. Um, I work in the Sacramento, Placer, and El Dorado counties. Um, my phone number, you can call me direct all you want. It is 916-893-6574. Or you can always email me at Andrea at QuinnRealEstate.com. And again, it's Q-U-Y-N. A little tricky. And- and you handle referrals. I mean, give them a kind of so they can visualize it in their heads, like a map of California. You said Sacramento, but you, you can work. You can effectively work in a rather large swath of California. So give them an idea of how big that is, because uh, you know you there are agents who have done these interviews before. Well, Bill's an example. Bill <laughs> took a little subdivision or a builder listed seven or eight houses with them after the yeah. builder listened to his interview from having done it with us. So, you know, maybe those things yeah. will come your way as well. So what's the area that yeah. you most effectively service? So um, the Placer and well, Sacramento, you know, it's not really that big of a city. <laughs> so, so all of Sacramento, all of the surrounding cities right there, um, where we're at in Roseville, it's only maybe 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes outside of the heart of Sacramento. Um, and it's basically as if you were driving towards Lake Tahoe. So if anyone's, you know, in this area, they would know what I'm talking about when I say Placer, Sacramento, and El Dorado counties. Um, And if you're unsure, just go ahead and give me a call, and I will direct you to who you need to be directed to if I'm not the one. But I would love to take your call. perfect. Wonderful. So, Andrea Quinn, thank you for very, very, very much for being our superstar today, for being my co-host today. We really appreciate you, and and thanks, uh, and I mean this with all sincerity, thank you for the honor of uh, choosing us to be your coach. Yes, thank you very much. It was my pleasure. And Andrea, th- thank you very much. And every, all the listeners, please do as we always ask you guys to do at the end of every radio show. Share this with us. And I know you guys do a great job with this, so please continue to do, <laughs> do so. Share this radio show with as many of your friends as possible. Social networking, emailing, doesn't matter. Please do help us get the word out about the fact that this is undoubtedly the best real estate market of all of our careers. So do the most you can to make the most of it so that you can set yourself up and your family up for, the, frankly, the rest of your lives. So if there's anything we can ever be doing for you, obviously go to timandjulieharris.com and the and is spelled out. Um, or you can just go to free coaching calls, uh, calls, C-A-L-L-S, for agents.com, and we'll see what coaching program is right for you. Or you can just have a free coaching call. We'll get you back on track. Andrea Quinn, thank you for being on our radio show today. And listeners, we'll thank talk you. with you on the radio tomorrow. Thank you so much. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.